It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you tuned in. I'm Chloe, your host, and it is, as it always is, so cool to see so many of you uh, tuning in. I do watch the stats and it's so cool to see the numbers continuing to just amaze me, quite frankly. So, So it's awesome to be helping so many of you. Now, way back in January, and oh my, does that not feel like a long time ago, we caught up for the first time with Simon Driscoll from UXB Skincare. And Simon's decided he's going to, well, he got in contact with me to offer to come back across the year, about every three to six months, to update us on how he's going about growing his e-commerce store from a standing start. So from essentially very few orders indeed. In January, was our, that was our first catch up with Simon. Um, he talked about his journey so far and his plans for the first quarter of this year. He's back on the show today. We recorded this at the end of April to update us on how it's been going. And we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about abandoned cart sequences. We talk about welcome campaigns. We're talking about Facebook ads today, quite a bit about Facebook ads, about goal setting, about website improvements, about managing those highs and lows. Um, It's kind of a subtle stream that goes through it all. One thing which we don't actually touch on is the COVID-19 pandemic. We discussed it before we hit record and we decided if we strayed there, we'd talk about it. But as you're going to hear, Simon's right at the very beginning of his journey. It's hard to say if it's had an impact on him or not. So we thought probably best to just see if we could talk about what's been happening without mentioning it. So for those of you who are continuing to tune in for a podcast learning experience that doesn't go into to, uh, what's going on in the world at the moment, then uh, we're fulfilling that today because we didn't end up talking about it. We just talked about what he's been doing in his business and how he's been tweaking and optimizing and growing. So stacks of great ideas again in this one. Whether you're running a huge store or a tiny store, I think you're going to gonna love hearing from Simon again. Before we get into that though, please do check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the growth marketing platform used by more than 30,000 e-commerce brands globally. In uncertain times, supporting your community and fostering relationships by being open and empathic is a strategy that will be appreciated and remembered far beyond today. One of the best channels to deliver these communications through is, and always will be, email. Email marketing is one of Clavio's foundational offerings, and when you leverage personalization driven by customer insight, you will create memorable marketing moments that cultivate lifelong relationships. Clavio truly understands how challenging it is for each and every business right now. Clavio is here to help brands communicate, engage, and foster relationships now and when all of this is just a distant memory. Visit clavio.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. With SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels even when working remotely. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll get access to special discounts and save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Plus, for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. That includes being able to schedule package pickups and track shipments from departure to arrival. Go to pb.com 
Amazon.com forward slash masterplan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash M-A-S-T-E-R-P-L-A-N to experience savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes. And now to introduce today's special guest, Simon Driscoll is the founder and sole person at UXB Skincare, a business he founded in 2018 with a mission to develop affordable skincare products that really make a difference to customers' skin. The business runs on a Shopify store and mostly sells to the UK. Hello, Simon. Hello, Chloe. Thanks for having me back. Oh, I'm excited to hear how it's gone because we had such a good chat last time um, and I'm sure many of the listeners will be but what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> March has gone by and we didn't get an update. What's happened? So yes, this one this one coming to you as quickly as we could get it done. So we're going to be talking Q1. So um, Simon, your objectives for Q1, as stated and, and um, published for eternity on the last episode we did, were to increase orders to 200 per month, to maintain an average order value of £20 or higher, and to have the advertising pay for itself on a daily spend of about £100. So how's it gone? It started slow, to be honest. Um, So I think we talked uh, end of January, and I wasn't exactly going to turn on ads um, start of February. I I had some stuff to do. I knew I had some stuff to do around... um, social proof so um i had a load of product out with some testers who are going to do some videos and do some 30-day trials so i could use that the pictures and the ads and that took longer than i thought um and then i had a few technical problems with apps on the shopify site as you do app clashes and uh uninstalled all the ones i recommended last time uninstalled them all um and so I didn't really start in earnest until March, um, early March. And uh, I didn't start with plowing £100 a day into Facebook ads. Uh, I, so I started small. I was a bit worried about the £100 a day without me having the right assets, the right creative. Um, so I started small and I thought I'd scale it. So in the last 30 days, I've had um, 149 sales through Shopify. Um, I actually put some things on Amazon as well, seller fulfilled, um, and uh, had f- fairly consistent sales on there. So I've not really hit my 200 target, just below it. Um, and my average order value has slipped from, I think it was about £23 when we last spoke, to about £16. But that kind of hides the, the kind of an, if you look at if you look at my orders and I pack my orders right I'm a one man band I know exactly what people are buying and there is quite a lot of people buying bars of soap for six pounds and there's quite a lot of people buying you know thirty forty pound orders where where they've got multiples of things so that that sixteen pound average order value is is a bit is it doesn't really tell the, the whole truth. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's nearly there and I'm not spending the, the money that I thought I'd be spending. So I'm only spending like 24 pounds a day on adverts at the moment. And I'm getting about, um, 5,000 people in the door. Um, and as I think as we, we sort of mentioned in the, in the last episode, I was, I was trying to track the kind of basket to checkout rate and the ad to basket rate. So, um, 
there is some work to do there. Um, the, the add to basket rate at the moment is 6%. Uh, basket to checkout is 45%. Uh, and Shopify handily tells you how much money you're losing by people abandoning um, <laughs> the checkout. So that's uh, joy. <laughs> yeah. so every time I open it, there's hundreds of pounds go, going there. So um, there is some things to fix. Helpfully, in, in the meantime, I, I did I did go um, on on Matt Edmondson's um, Curiosity podcast, and he really helped talk talk through the website and, and and gave me some really good points, which I'm I'm working my way through. He's, he's just it's just like gave me a big list of things. It's really good. it's really good to have um, fresh eyes on on the website. Just just some basic usability things, but also some kind of tone of voice some or, 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 or positioning of the, of the website because um i think what what small businesses like like me try and do is emulate people who are like you know 10 years down the line and um uh, and we t- try and use the same stock photos and photoshop stuff and, and it, it just doesn't give the authenticity that i think people are looking for and and maybe the big players would like to emulate if they could so um i'm gonna have a, a bit of a, a rethink and a refresh of the website just to to make it have a bit more personality um in order to give people a bit more confidence that they are buying from a small business um and they are you know shopping for uk made products um made by me so i think there's 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 a lot of work to do on the website and a lot of work to do on advertising as well but i mean that's one of the things about about e-commerce about any business to be honest there's always a massive list of things to do and that the challenge is often to work out what to do next rather than just plow into the wrong list of things to do, I suppose. And so I, although, you know, you said you didn't really get behind the marketing side of things until the early March, I think the fact that the reasons why you didn't, which was working on the social proof and making sure the site was properly set up for what you wanted those orders to achieve for you was a perfectly good reasons for not having done it. Because actually far better to get them right before you start just chucking a hundred quid a day at the platform because that's what you said you were going to do. You know, if you look at it over the last 30 days, you almost hit your 200, which is brilliant because you were going to have three months of ad optimization to get there, but you've almost hit that 200 and you're spending a quarter of what you thought you'd have to spend. Yeah. I mean, again, again, that's, that's a learning. It's, it was very blase. I made sales, spend a hundred pounds a day. And that figure came from just listening to, you know, podcasts saying that's how, how much money you need to spend, but, but you have to work these things out for yourself. Um, and you have to keep, checking every every point that this is the right thing for your business it just didn't make sense to spend 100 pounds out the gate without a kind of website that was was functioning um and it's only when you get a real you know decent amount of traffic to your website that you can you can tell whether these some of these stats are viable you know in january when i had 650 people a month come into my website i really couldn't tell whether you know my add to basket rate was valid because there's so little traffic and so little stats to work with so i think growing it a little bit more gently and that will give me a bit more insight um into what needs changing what order um so yeah that's that's kind of what i'm doing at the moment is is working out the next things to change in order to make the biggest get the biggest bang for my buck so and you and you say that you know you came up with this figure of 100 pounds quite in quite a blase way but i think you have to come up with something 
Otherwise, you don't know where your starting point is. And as the months roll by, you get better at predicting. But, you know, I work with with businesses who've been going for you know decades, and I work with marketers who you know marketing directors who've been doing this for a very long time, <laughs> and they still you know their budgets. And they're not seventy five percent out <laughs> their spend budgets, but you know there's still there's still a lot of wiggle room there. There's still a lot of you know being ready to adapt and change to make sure the numbers are hit because it's never an exact science. So I wouldn't beat yourself up too much about that. I, I'd rather focus on the being very pleased you pretty much achieved your sales objective by spending seventy five percent twenty five percent of your budget. I think that's pretty cool. It is. And you're right. I guess you have to do something. You have to move in one direction. So yeah, it was, it was good in that way. But um, I think it's the advertising side. I think I'm, I'm, I'm reaching a kind of, I'm feeling I'm reaching a tipping point now. The Pixel has got enough data um, for me to now set up kind of lookalike audiences and, and, it's, and it's learning about who, who, to, who to go after. Um, so I think I'm at a point now where um, hopefully I'll get the better quality traffic to my website, better converting traffic. And then when I start seeing that evidence of that, then I'll start ramping up the spend um, and edge towards that kind of magical thousand a month. Um, but yeah, there's so much to do um, at all times and over, over and above fulfillment, which is um, which is a bit of a nightmare at the moment, but there we go. Mm. And there's a, there's another point I wanted to come back to that you said about the AOV being slightly under that £20 target, but that it's kind of masking the detail because you've got those very low value orders, which are £6, and you've got the high value orders, which are £30. And it's one of those things which quite often having that kind of takes me back to GCSE maths. Um, so that's doing maths in high school for our American listeners. So you know, you're back and you're going, okay, so there's different types of average. You've got the mean, the median, et cetera. And Often, if you're if you've got that kind of disparity, you've got a lot of small orders and a lot of big orders. It's a lot more useful to look at the the average order value in terms of how many orders do we get between zero and ten pounds, ten and twenty pounds, twenty and thirty pounds, or whatever breaks work for your business, rather than something else. Because with the numbers which you said, you've got a lot of six pounds, you've got a lot of um, thirty pounds. And your aim is to get people to twenty, and the average overall is is sixteen. You might go right. We're going to we're going to incentivize people to spend more than twenty quid, but actually, a far bigger impact for you would be incentivizing people to spend more than ten pounds. But unless you look at the data in the right way, you're not you're not going to get it. So, are you happy with the sixteen pounds given this given the spread? I am. Um, I do realise that the higher the order value, that the more the more you can spend on advertising. Um, so. Those smaller orders, I would like to turn into slightly bigger orders. You're right, um, you know, either with with multi buys or or some kind of add on. Um, I do have like soap trays that I could sell to to bring up the order value. Um, so yeah, I think I think I will work on that, um, and I might try some kind of one click upsell things for for post checkout that kind of stuff. Um, just to just to to bring up that a little bit. It's all right. I mean, I. I put together offers that were around twenty pounds in order to, and, and advertise those offers in order to tr try and get that that uh, average order value around that mark. But it's just those those little things, those little soaps I sell that that's just dragging it down a bit. You you make some interesting points there around how it, it's important to be to focus on what you're putting in the advertising as well, because if you were 
telling me, yeah, we've been advertising six pound soaps and it's great. People buy one. I'd be like, mm, please don't do that anymore. <laughs> but it, but it is kind of like if you can find a way to turn the six pound soap into a 15 pound order, then at that point, if that's working, it's worth putting advertising money behind the customer who wants the six pound soap and then having a separate advertising strategy for the customer who wants the £30 bundle. So you kind of end up with with multiple avatars that you can then, or multiple segments, I suppose, that you can then decide, who am I going to put my marketing activity behind? Yeah. I mean, that's a really good idea. As I say, I'm, I'm, I'm totally learning right now uh, how to go after the right people and, and what to put in front of them. So, yeah, I'm testing creative, uh, new creative like every week and new adverts every week. It's interesting for me to, just, to, just to see what creative is working and, and what, what offers are working and, and how, to, how to really sell online is, is I know I said in my last interview that I was selling face-to-face and I hoped that I could transition that into selling online, but there are certain things that just don't translate um, and, and you have to fill in those gaps with emojis in Facebook ads. <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah, the emotional personal connection is is very hard to do Yeah, uh, or online compared to offline. And you mentioned last time we talked about Google ads as well as Facebook ads. So, um, are you still running the Google ads? I am, and I've, I've still got the same amount of money behind them. And I, I'm seeing people um, bouncing around uh, between Google and Facebook as well. So I think they kind of are amplifying each other to a certain extent. Um, so I'm running, I'm running just the Google Shopping feed and um, just the brand, branded keywords um, alongside it. So. You know, some people in Shopify, you can see that you know they 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 bounce around so much before they actually make a, a purchase. I'm getting repeat purchases as well, so I think when people kind of come to your site, um, they might Google one of your products and 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 come back and buy it. Um, so I'm seeing quite a lot of um, not quite a lot, but some repeat purchases already. So that's that's a good thing because it's all about that lifetime value. Yeah, that's brilliant, isn't it? That you're, you know, it's the proof that the right people are buying it online because you know from your offline activity from when you're, you're doing the market stall, you know the product's great and that customers will love it. But it's if they're coming back and they're buying again online, it's proof positive that you've managed to find the right people online because they're coming through and they're buying repeatedly. So that's that's an excellent sign. Yeah, and I'm getting some good reviews as well. So um, I'm trying to super serve everyone at the moment and get get things to people as fast as possible. And people with high order values, I, I throw in like a bath salt or something just to just to make it you know the best experience I can in order to you know get reviews, get word of mouth, um, you know get those one thousand true fans. Um, so yeah, every, everyone who shops with me at the moment gets um, uh, excellent service. Not that you won't in the future, obviously, but um, <laughs> obviously right, right now, um, if you spend a lot of money, you'll, you'll get a little freebie. Um, but I don't I don't advertise that. I just try and you know exceed people's expectations right now. Yeah, people love um, that wow factor when they open the parcel. So it's it's always a nice thing to do and it increases that chance of that repeat order and last time uh, we spoke you said you were in the process of building out some Clavio workflows with um with various email marketing pieces so how's has that been something you've been able to do some work on yeah i've i've slightly 
lengthened the welcome flow a bit. Um, I'm leaning heavily on this um, abandoned cart, so that that's got that's got I think three three spaced out emails in it. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I think those those automated flows. I really I really want to invest a bit more time in those because that's just you know set up and 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 leave running um so i just need to 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 figure out what gaps they can fill what other gaps they can fill um i'm also working on a a little skin skin type quiz so you you put in you choose a few details um and it tells you what skin type you are and then to get a full results you'll you'll need to sign up for like a an email flow and there'll be a flow for oily skin there'll be a flow for dry skin there'll be a flow for um combi skin that kind of thing so i'm going to heavily use Clavio and um, some some clever kind of um email capture lead lead gen um quiz thing um, that i'm working on right now so that but that's for the future nice very nice i get a consistent amount of people signing up for the email though so it's um that five thousand people who come in the door you know there's like one percent of them leave their email so that's good so but possibly room for improvement with the pop-up there i know some some people get as high as five percent with the right tool and maybe that's going to be the um be the quiz because it gets that bit of engagement going on, and you know, you said you're you're thinking about improving the the flows you've got and building on those. I would say with, now you've had the 200 orders through in the last month, you should have a certain amount of data to see where the abandoned basket needs a bit of improvement or where it's working particularly well. And the same with the welcome campaign, because you know, it's one thing for us all to sit there with our big white sheet of paper working out you know what we want to build but once you get the data coming back in it's a totally different scenario by that do you, do you mean like looking at the abandoned cart who, who's got the abandoned cart email and seeing if they have purchased or yeah okay so lo- looking at the clicks the opens and the purchase rates for those who've received each of the abandoned cart emails to see um, so you can tweak the timing week on week, or you can even create separate flows and have one that goes out with, so you could have an hour, a day, two days, or you could have an hour, two hours, three hours and see which one brings in the most revenue. But even if you've only got the one running, you can look at the results and go, you know, if the first email gets, I don't know, 10% conversion rate, um, and the second email gets a 2% conversion rate, and the third email gets a 10% conversion rate, then maybe whatever you're saying in the third email should be your second email because it's performing better because the open rates will naturally drop drop off between them. So that can give you some quick pointers to to improve things. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely look at that because there's hundreds of pounds being left on the table um with 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 abandoned carts. So yeah, I'll I'll definitely look at that. And I wonder as a very cheeky cheeky abandoned cart email, you could do a like a shush don't tell anyone. But if you order today, we'll put us we'll put a sneaky gift in your parcel. Yeah, which is I'm something doing... you're doing anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Once they get a couple of emails down the abandoned cart sequence, you could all of you can't you can't see this, but I'm actually drawing out on, <laughs> in the in the air above my head what this might look like. Um, but that might be another way of getting some people over because, like, oh, what I get a free gift? Cool. I will. Yeah, um, yeah. I might come back and convert. And you know, promoting things you're doing anyway in the right places can, I wouldn't put it in the first abandoned cart email because a lot of people have just got distracted, but a two, three or four in that could be, could be worth it. 
that's that's a really good really good idea that's 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 probably you know the, the fear of missing out uh and yeah that's a really good idea i might i might i might i might do that this afternoon playing oh excellent fast action <laughs> i've managed to get something to the top of your massive list i'm quite <laughs> pleased um so simon before we head top tips wise um what's what's the plan for q2 I need I need to get my um, Facebook ads. The, the, the ROAS is about the return on ad spend is about two. Um, I need to get that up. Um, so I need I st- still need to test creative, um, and I need to test some new audiences. Um, and I've still got a big list of um, <laughs> updates to make from Matt's um, <laughs> Matt's uh, teardown of the website. So um, I think. I think there's there's like two or three things that he's 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 said that I should do that I'm definitely going to do, and um, I am concentrating on creative for the website. Um, I've got I've got lots of new photos in from people from testers, and lots of new reviews on the website that I can use um, to persuade people that that the product is good. So um, it's just optimizing now, optimizing the the ads and optimizing the website. Um, and um, trying to lure people back to the websites from abandoned carts using a free gift <laughs> is my top tactic. Um, cool. I would say um, on the massive list from Matt, if it makes you feel any better, if you were to implement it all in one go, you, of course you wouldn't know which bits of it worked. So imp- to implement a little bit every week, this is the, the procrastinator's excuse, but it is good advice as well. To implement a little bit each week allows you to get some idea of what actually made the difference. Yeah, you're right. Any experiment, if you you change one thing at a time and um, and then see what, what what's worked, I think I think I know I know what what bits need need to change. Um, so um, I will I'll be working on my product pages mainly. But yeah, it's uh, the, the, there is there is there is stuff to do, and hopefully this this gets me a decent return on ad spend um, and you know up, upwards of. 500 orders a month that kind of thing yes it's um having just hired um, a new social guy and a new seo guy when you say there's some things you definitely want to do that matt's given you on the list i bet you they're a bit like what those two have now told me they're like things where you kind of go oh yeah that's so obvious i can't believe i hadn't done that already (laughs) those things they go straight to the top of the list because they're so they kind of i find them very embarrassing i'm like oh yeah yeah that's awful why on earth is that live why didn't i do that oh no it's exactly he said your logo's too big and you can't see the nav and i was like you're right why is the why is the logo so big and the the navigation in light gray that you can't read so i fixed that straight away but um there's lots of other things to do as well but uh, that were obvious that that i should have i should have um, picked up on but it's it's good to have someone look at your 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 site with fresh eyes every now and again i was um looking at my website just before this call i was looking at checking out on mobile i was thinking why are people abandoning the cart and when on mobile on my on my theme when you when you add something to a cart it doesn't like bold up the cart and add a little one next to it so you can see there's something in there so i switched that to um a kind of draw type um add to cart which is fairly visible about that you've added something to a cart you can see what's in your cart straight away and i've had like two orders already today I can't say it's down to that, but it's just things like that. It's really obvious things that you don't you don't realise. So I don't know. Lots of things to do. 
e-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. How are the leading D2C brands growing their businesses? They're using Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform chosen by over 30,000 global innovative online brands. Klaviyo believes in supporting growth, which is why they won't tie you into lengthy contracts, hidden setup or support fees, or feature-based pricing. With a platform that's both powerful and easy to use, it's no surprise so many brands have switched to Klaviyo. Looking for one more compelling reason? Brands switching to Klaviyo see an average of 62 times ROI on their investment. Ready to learn more? Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. With Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll get access to special discounts and save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Plus, for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. So you can calculate the exact postage online, print from your PC, and avoid trips to the post office. Go to pb.com forward slash master plan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash m-a-s-t-e-r-p-l-a-n to experience savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes. It's time for the Top Tips Round. Okay, Simon, we've done quite, we've already given you quite a lot to do, um, but you've also given the listeners quite a lot of tips as we've gone through today. But I think it's time we do the top tips now. And what I'm quite interested to find out is how much of your top tips have changed since a few months ago based on what you've been experiencing and how much has stayed the same. So you ready to do these? Yeah. Cool. Okay. The book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? So I've just um, nearly finished Lucy Werner's book, Hype Yourself. Um, I'm going to do some PR at, at some point. So it's, it's a really easy book for, for small businesses to write their own press releases, get their own bio written up and get out there, get their get their face out there and their business out there. So that's what I'd recommend. Oh, excellent. Like it. Uh, Okay. The traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? The cleverness of Facebook just is just amazing me at the moment. So I would have to say it it probably does get the deserved um, attention, but it it just works. If you you can, if you can plow at it, you can keep going at it. It just works. Cool. And the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Well, I don't have a team, but um, I have got a mind like a sieve. Um, and I have been trying this little tool called Airtable at the moment. And it's like it's like a spreadsheet on steroids um, and you, lots of little integrations with other tools. So it's definitely there's a free version i try it out oh i like it i've not heard of that one so that's probably going to be my distraction for the rest of the day um and then the growth top tip if you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1000 what would be your number one tip for them 
it's going to have to be Facebook again. Um, I, I don't have any other strings to my bow. It's um, for, for a beauty company. It's going to be. It's going to have to be Facebook and Instagram. Excellent. I like it. We had a few changes and a few a few consistent ones there. Yeah, you've got to be slightly consistent, or else you just you know shiny object syndrome, all that. Indeed. Yeah, I'm guessing Airtable's the shiny object in that particular group. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, but there has to be something a cool little tool to play around with sometimes, just to keep you motivated, doesn't there? There does. There does. Yes, exactly. Well, Simon, for the listeners who want to go and um, have a look at your site and you know see the new bold add to basket happening on mobile and and watch your imagery change as the the new um, social proof from the testers goes live, uh, where can they find you? So my website is uxbskincare.com. Uh, Instagram is uxbskincare, as is Facebook uxbskincare. Excellent. Simon, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been awesome to hear that you've pretty much done. I'm going to give you a big tick in the box for achieving your your Q1 because I think you've done really, really well, especially considering most of it happened in March. Um, and I wish you all the best for Q2. I'm looking forward to you coming back and telling us how it's gone. Well, thank you very much for having me, Chloe. It's been, it should be just the motivation I've needed. And uh, yeah, thank you for all your help. My pleasure. Well, I look forward to catching up with you soon. Cheers, Simon. All right. Bye. So lovely to catch up with Simon again there. And I'm seriously impressed with the progress he's made in the last, you know, from January through to kind of early April we're recording, or no, sorry, late April we're recording this. Doesn't time fly? You know, we all know it's been a quite an interesting time period, certainly over the last few weeks, but to see that, you know, he's managed to hit from kind of a standing start, because he only started with the Facebook ads 30 days ago, he almost hit that 200 um orders in a month target and spent considerably less than he thought he was going to have to. I was really impressed and lots of really cool ideas there too. If you want to hear his first episode where he's talking about the background of the business, how it's set up and his plans for the first three months, then you can listen to that. That's episode 255 on this podcast. And if you want to hear the kind of like the website teardown, as he was terming it, that he did with Matt Edmondson, who's also a past guest on this podcast, um, then you can grab that on the Curiosity podcast, which is spelt with a K. So Curiosity with a K. We'll put links to both of those in the top tips. Uh, sorry, not in the top tips, in the show notes. Uh, wow, what have I been drinking today? Um, we'll put links to everything. The top tips, those related episodes and all the other bits and pieces we just discussed with Simon, all of that will be in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, and then just click on the link to this episode. Now, Simon's on the show today because he's a big fan of the show and because he filled in the application to be a guest. If you would like to follow in his footsteps and come and have a chat with me, where hopefully I can remember the difference between top tips and show notes, um, then go to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Click on the link to become a guest. It's as simple as that. I hope you have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the Ecommerce Master Plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.